Hi there, this is Connor Gilbertson, Public Relations Coordinator with the Region 5 Prevention Resource Center and the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of Deep East Texas. I wanted to let you know before we get started that this is a podcast about substance use. Sometimes we are going to talk about stories or details that may be tough and uncomfortable to hear. Our overall goal is to help people be healthier and happier. With that being said, do what you need to take care of yourself. Feel free to pause and step away if you need to. This episode will be right here when you get back. The most important thing is that you take care of yourself. Thanks. Now let's grow. Whether it's alcohol, tobacco, legal or illegal drugs, it's a fact that people from all walks of life struggle with substance use problems. That's a fact we're going to explore here on Give, Get, Grow. Throughout September or Recovery Awareness Month, we will be talking with people who have seen the effects of substance use and recovery firsthand. They've seen heartbreak and tragedy, but they've also discovered hope and have seen that recovery is possible. These stories are from people that give, get and grow in recovery every day. Alrighty, today we are here with Juan. Start us off with, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Juan Montelongo. I've been in the auto industry for the past 25 years, and I'm here on a DUI charge. Uh, I've been battling with addiction for, I don't know, a better part of 20 years, I guess. I had a DUI about 14 years ago, and so I went from drinking every day to drinking every other weekend or every three weeks, uh, not thinking that that was a, and also an alcoholic addiction, that if I could control the uh, when I drank, when I didn't, uh, that I was okay. But the, what happened with that is that it, the day didn't come into just the weekend. It slowly progressed to one day, three days, four days, uh, even losing days at a time, you know, just uh, just not realizing it. I often did it with accomplishments. Whenever I accomplished something, uh, say if I was building something, or uh, that was kind of like a reward for me. So I'm going to just take off and not, you know, barbecue, drink, play down. We just, just hang out, you know, just with, and, and so it progressed to, uh, to an addiction that I not really thought about it as an addiction until... Uh, Till I started studying about it, reading about it, and reading stories of people that have actually had uh, the same situation as me. Even people with high uh, education and, and, and uh, doctors and lawyers, people that, that just normally people that you wouldn't think that they would have. Addiction is everywhere. It doesn't matter how far or how high you up are in society. It, uh, it is an addiction and uh, when you can't stop or you make yourself sick. I, I, I would actually make myself sick that I could hardly eat. You know, and I knew that I said, man, I, what am I doing? I'm, I gotta quit. I, I mean, I can't. And then I'd go two or three weeks without. And for whatever reason, I'd start, you know, I guess I'd forget about it. Forget about that sickness. I'm not gonna do it anymore because I feel sick. I can't eat. And I know that if you can't eat, then you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're in for some problems. If you're not being healthy, you know, being so. So what I did is I ended up uh, going to my doctor and luckily no cirrhosis of the liver or nothing. So I said, well, it's a good chance for me to stop. I don't need to keep doing this. And, and uh, so made months prior to my incarceration, uh, I quit. And actually I quit on a day that's it's kind of funny to think about it, but I quit on well, Good Friday. It says it uh, somewhere that for you to fight to beat a, an addiction, your old self has got to die. Something I did, something that happened that way. And uh, you can't rely on that old self of, your, of yourself to, to, to continue being sober. And I've seen a lot, of, read a lot of stories of, of sobriety, seven years, ten years, and... and and you end up falling back in the same addiction. It, it starts right back all over again. So I don't plan, and I hope uh, that I never uh, induce alcohol again. Uh, one day at a time is, is how I choose to live today. And I say it now today that there's no solution in a bottle. I mean, it's only it only make, makes matters worse, you know. So I've I've learned that uh, the hard way. 
Uh, I wish I would have took counseling and and and, and uh, before I ended up getting put in jail and do all the. But I'm kind of in a way it's, it's it has saved my life. I, I would say that uh, if the road that I was taking, I probably would have ended up with cirrhosis. But luckily, uh, I'm here. I'm, I'm healthy, uh, and I'm just doing one day at a time. I'm not uh, I'm not superhuman. I'm not. I'm not uh, I can't just you know snap my fingers and say you know what. It's, it's gonna work and the thing about it is is that that uh i've done some AA meetings and uh they've actually helped me uh stories of people that have battled addiction for all their lives young some some as young as 18 you know that i've stories that i've heard that you know they'll it, it starts out that way it starts out that we don't see it that way but it starts out that way uh and then it progresses it's a progressive disease and that we keep you know not really thinking about it society accepts it so we think well it's okay it, 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 it has gotten out of hand for me, even though I thought it wasn't a uh, every, every two, three weeks, whatever. It wasn't daily consumption. Like, and you're an alcoholic, I would think. Some people that work for me, as well, you know, why don't you eat something? And actually, one of my workers ended up getting cirrhosis of the liver at almost 40, at 40 years old. And I said, well, he's... Uh, it ain't gonna happen to me, but it can. So I've, I've, uh, I want to live. My, I got grandchildren now, and uh, the last time that I went through this program, it wasn't this program because I don't think at the time it wasn't available. You know, uh, matter of fact, I know it wasn't available. But I'm glad this this program is available. Uh, it's uh, it's helped me with my sobriety, and uh, I just take it one day at a time. Yeah, the point you make about every day being a battle—that's the one thing that I've always heard. A, you never know who could fall into addiction. And like you said, it could be anybody. Yeah. Uh, and at the same token, every day is a fight. But those are some of the things that I've learned since I've been here. But just kind of going off of that, I know you kind of you kind of hit on it, but just some of the benefits that you've maybe had going through recovery. Well, benefits is that I uh, I don't no longer have to feel sick the next day, getting up sick, you know, just and chasing that alcohol. You know, that's one of the benefits that I don't uh, that I think is, has because um, I think about it sometimes. Even when, when say when I'm hurting, it used to be that. Uh, that I would would hurt at the end of the day, and I would drink. You know, I would have a good night's sleep at night. You know, after. Uh, but um, I choose to do not to do that anymore. I, you know, there's other ways of of you uh, taking care of your problems without without alcohol. You know, uh, uh, I know that uh, that being getting older and and your pain and your you know you're gonna have pain. I try to take it easy now. I try not to get too stressful. People will stress you sometimes, and and the heat and all that stuff. I remember the heat was a, was a big issue. Uh, after working all day in the heat, drinking water all day, well, the next best thing is uh, alcohol. And the problem was not the alcohol. The problem was the consumption, the abundance of it. It would have been different if I had drank four or five beers and that was it. But it wasn't that. It was more of a, I guess, of a hurdle of, or a, a, a constant. I guess I would say that stopping was the issue. And, and now I know today that it starts with that one beverage. Uh, it's in the uh, one's too much. And I, and I, I knew this. One's too much and a truckload's not enough. That's one thing that has stayed in my head for years and years. I, I, I've got the grasp on it now. I know that that's exactly. I used to ask, well, if I don't take this one beer, I'm going to be okay. And I am. That's the way it is. One day at a time and not consuming that one one beverage because that's that's a trigger for me and for a lot of people a lot of people can go without without drinking and, and then they pick up that one beer and they get lost that uh, that one that one beverage is what starts all the whole like a domino like pick that first little domino and just keeps going and going and going and going so i uh, choose not to have that one for me you know that one uh that starts the cycle for alcohol 
I guess a big one is throughout recovery journeys, everybody has a support system. What does yours look like? Mine is, uh, it's, uh, right now I have a good friend of mine actually uh, from going to AA. Uh, I've been living here in this area for about 40 years. So I've had actually some classmates of mine that are in in uh, in AA, and uh, another friend of mine that I uh, that I've known since I was 12. He's actually a sponsor in AA, and so talking to them and being you know just uh, going to these meetings as uh, being around my family and my kids that has been a big support. You know, being around these groups here uh, has also helped. You know, so that's one of my uh, that I uh, sometimes look forward to. You know, especially when I'm having a hard time. Especially like as far as our programs here, mm-hmm. uh, just being able to see the. I guess in a sense of fellowship or the the community that gets built around you, right. knowing that the people that you're shitting left and right of are coming from the same type of situation, so there's no judgment. No, uh, it, it breaks no. down that barrier right away. Which I guess the same thing would go along with AA meetings, which I guess would lead into my next question of what would you say to those that are hesitant about maybe attending a meeting or anything along those lines? Yeah, that's that's one thing to do is to reach out to other people that you can see that they there's a need for the for to help them to find out what's going on with them, and so the people. They think talking to other people and, and I guess explaining to them that there's a solution for whatever you went through forever traumatic. I went through a traumatic state of thing and I didn't really realize it. I lost a granddaughter, you know, uh, and uh, my father. And, and it's not good for you to find a solution that way. You know, there's other ways. Uh, there's uh, support groups, you know, people with family, uh, say, whatever it may be. There's programs that you can uh, join or, or AA is one good of them. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I go to this on Fridays. I didn't make it this Friday, but there's stories, you know, there's stories of how they, uh, how they fell into addiction and what made them fall into it. And some of it's just, it's just by drinking. It ain't really, a, it just progresses. Mm-hmm. It ain't really uh, that they chose to do that. It just, it happens. From what I understand in AA, it's just that it's uh, just the process of thought, how we think, how we do things. And, and, and I'm, I'm still young at that because I haven't been going to AA that long. Uh, maybe uh, I did six months, maybe eight months. But I've been clean already a year and four or five months. But every day is a struggle. I mean, every day, it doesn't matter if, if, if you've been an alcoholic or you're an alcoholic. You know, I just, uh, I would want to help somebody else that's in addiction. I think that would help my my uh, my sobriety uh, for going forward, and uh, and I'm gonna achieve that. So in, in little, when it comes to my way, I'm not gonna go looking for it or nothing. You know, sometimes it's just around family. You know, a family that has a, a problem and that you might see it and, and talk to them. But it starts at home, I guess. It starts it starts at home, and then I know you have mentioned the amount of time you have been sober. How how much of that time have you spent here with us at ADAC? Mm, two months. And in that in that two months, what's felt different from maybe any other place that you've gone? Have there been any particular benefits to the program that ADAC provides on our clinical side? And the benefits here, I guess, is to uh, has been, I guess, just uh, learning other people's stories, how they got uh, to this position, and and uh, and it, it falls down to the same thing that I've seen is is life's lessons, you know, life's. Uh, struggles that's a lot of that's a lot of, i would say 90 some percent of, of, of the time there's something that has triggered the addiction i, I remember when not long time ago I, I went to these AA meetings and they were they talked about or people around there were struggling with life just general life like housing and I, that was never my problem my problem was starting and the benefit here i guess has been to see other people uh you know that are not that are in the same boat i am and 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 uh 
learning how they're doing it, uh, finding uh, their story interesting and to say, well, that happened to me. So that's what's benefited me from hearing other stories. And that's what, that's what benefits me the most is stories and being able to relate to them that uh, has uh, benefited me. Going off of that, you know, just on your path to recovery, what activities or hobbies do you have that may help with your recovery journey? Well, I, I love to fish, and we uh, plan on having a fishing trip. For when, when the weather permits, it's been too hot. Being around my grandkids, uh, it's been uh, my wife, my mother, um, staying busy, focused on projects. Uh, I get my little projects. Uh, I'm a house builder. I'm working on one project right now. And just staying focused on uh, on accomplishing things, daily things, you know, just... Uh, Staying around people that are sober, you know, uh, being around my family, doing things uh, productive. But I'm glad that uh, that I've got into these programs because it's helped me. They call it dry drunk, being a dry drunk, you know. And so I'm learning about that, about a dry drunk, you know, how to deal with problems and, and uh, well, you know, whatever comes my way. Life's not life lessons, but, you know, life has a way, you know, we, we go through life. Life is life. We're all going to go through stuff. Arguments with, with kids and with family. It, I'm trying to think of the word. To learn life on life's terms. That's, that's what I want. Those are the words I want to choose. Yeah, to live life on life's terms. And that's, uh, that's a big thing. And that's helped me out a lot is to learn that. And um, I'm going to continue going to AA meetings. And uh, I've met, uh, like I said, I've met some classmates of mine. that uh, They've been clean a long time, you know. Uh, and that's helped me out to, to to talk to them and you know find out how they got there and they're continually going you know they're continually going to AA. I have a friend of mine who's been sober I want to say 15 years uh, a classmate of mine I'm a class of 86 from Dabo and uh, so uh, that's helped out a lot there's those other people that, that were in my little I guess graduating class would uh would have the same struggles as I have. That's been beneficial. And then other friends, I've had other friends also. So it's quite a bit, you know, a handful of people that I've actually uh, knew already going into AA meetings. And uh, so that's that's been a good thing, I guess. It's been helpful for me. I guess the final question would just be, I know we've already hit on it once, but just what advice would you give to those that may be struggling or struggling with the idea of getting help or finding those resources that they need? I think person would go to a source of, of some kind and talk to a counselor about, about how your life is going. Thank you for coming in and well, sharing your story. I, I'm glad I could help out. If it helps somebody, just one person. If you or someone you know needs help with a substance use issue or concern, or if you just want more information, you can call the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of Deep East Texas 24-7 at 1-800-445-8562. Give, Get, Grow is a production by the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Council of Deep East Texas and the Region 5 Prevention Resource Center. We serve Angelina, Hardin, Houston, Jasper, Jefferson, Nacogdoches, Newton, Orange, Polk, Sabine, San Augustine, San Jacinto, Shelby, Trinity, and Tyler Counties, where we offer prevention, intervention, and treatment programs and services. The Prevention Resource Center has a ton of information about the region available for free as a part of its mission. For more information, visit adacdet.org slash PRC5. That's A-D-A-C-D-E-T dot O-R-G slash P-R-C-5. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes. Follow ADAC on Facebook at A-D-A-C-D-E-T and on Instagram at A-D-A-C underscore D-E-T. Thank you for joining us. Be safe and take care of yourself. We'll see you next time here on Give, Get, Grow.